Welcome to Aligned and Soulful Leadership. My name is Kavita Milwani, and I empower soulful, multicultural women of color to opulently shine their light without the hustle. I truly believe you can fulfill your soul's desire without losing yourself, your health, or your life in the process. I know that you can ignite your confidence and know your worth all while walking your divine, unique path. So in this podcast, I will dive deep into topics, challenges, and blocks that women of color experience as they rise up into their aligned life and work. My deep desire is that BIPOC women can lead through their inner wisdom in a way that honors their soul. Are you ready to rise up as the leader you were born to be? Then this podcast is for you. Hello, I am so excited to have with me today certified life coach, Jean Sullivan Belechi, author of Be the Soulmate You Want to Attract. She decided to pursue her life passion and become the soulmate coach. Well, that sounds interesting. So she has been praised for her unique voice. And after many years in the corporate world, she decided to get into coaching. I love to hear about people's journeys. And uh, I know that when I share with um my listeners, they can be inspired on their journeys, especially as leaders in this world. So welcome, Jean. Thanks so much for having me, Kavita. Yes, I'm excited to have you here. So tell me more about you know what you do and how you got started as a soulmate coach. I think there's some some stuff in there that's that's really interesting. <laughs> Well, I call myself the soulmate coach because I cover a couple of areas. I cover dating and relationships that are more aligned with your soul. And then I also cover careers that are aligned with your soul. Since since COVID began, as you can imagine, and I'm sure you've interviewed so many people who are you know, changing their life. They want to have a career that's more aligned with their spirit and their purpose. And so I help people make those transitions as well. Mm, Great. So, um, yes, for sure. There are so many people ready and much needed, right? Your work is much needed in the world, especially now with this big transition that's happening for so many people. It's almost like they're waking up. Oh, I I agree. And they're realizing, yeah, it's, it's really amazing to watch and it can be a little kind of, throwing off center mm-hmm. sometimes. <laughs> so it's great to have a support, right? And a mentor to help through that process. Absolutely. So tell me, how did you get started with this? How did you become the soulmate coach? <laughs> well, I had a, a, I had a life coach back when I was in the corporate world and she was saying to me for years, you know, you really, you seem to really enjoy coaching your team, you know, that what you're doing is coaching. And it took me a really long time for me to step into that. Um, I didn't have the Mm -hmm. confidence for many years, more years than I care to admit. And uh, But when I was a VP of marketing and PR, I, after, you know, 20 years of that, I just got really bored. I was grateful for it, but I, I really got excited when I was actually coaching people, team building. 
And when I decided to get certified, I started coaching people in careers. It's usually how people, you know, come to coaches at first. And I was excited about when people had a big change. They wanted to change their career or launch a business. And I really enjoyed helping them take that big leap and do something that's a little more aligned with their purpose so they can feel happier in their jobs. But the interesting thing started to happen is a lot of people were asking me about relationships. You know, I'm in a relationship. I'm not really sure I should stay. What, you know, let's talk about that. Or, or people would say, you know what? I'm super successful in my career, but I don't have somebody to share it with. And that's when I really felt myself come alive. And I think part of it was because so much of my personal journey, my personal growth journey had to do with finding my soulmate. I kept, you know, dating the wrong people, accepting way less than I deserved. And I wanted to figure that out and figure out how can I find somebody who supports and elevates me rather than holds me back. And when I turned my marketing skills on myself, I actually attracted my husband literally the next day. And a lot of people were inspired by that. So I felt like that was really what I was meant to do because a lot of people considered me a confirmed spinster for several reasons. And the fact that I was able to turn that around so quickly was very inspiring to a lot of people. Yeah. Wow. In one day. <laughs> I love that. Well, first, I love that you share, you know, it's about getting started. Mm -hmm. So even though you were afraid and you weren't sure that if you, you know, that whole, you know, self-worth piece that a lot of people struggle with, especially mm -hmm. now as people are stepping into new ways of being and no new careers, new relationships, this sense of like, am I going to be able to do that? So despite the fear, you moved forward mm -hmm. and then just took the first step, mm -hmm. right? And you went with the career co coaching, career counseling, it sounds like to begin with, and that led you to the next step. It did. It did. And it it's really been a wonderful decision. And I still do both. I still help people with dating relationships and career, but I, mm -hmm. I prefer to help people more with making a big change in their work yes. so that it's more aligned with, you know, their spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just here, read my resume, help me with my <laughs> LinkedIn profile. It's more about help me figure out what do I really want and what, what are, what do I want to do? What's the impact I want to make? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that's important if a single person comes to me and says, you know what, I, I don't know why. I, I mean, I've done a lot of personal growth work on myself, but for some reason, I keep attracting the same type of no-win relationship. And I'm doing it to myself, but I don't know why or how. And one of the first steps is helping them step into their own personal sovereignty. And what I mean by that is really figuring out, looking at your whole life, where is your life out of alignment with your purpose and what makes you happy and what makes you feel like you're making an impact on the world. And then once you get more aligned with that, I really believe that's how you can attract a real partner into your life who supports and elevates that. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that people often separate, right? They separate their relationship, their intimate relationship from their work. And, you know, this kind of dividing us into parts mm -hmm. of that, you know, and so it, really it's all, everything is connected. And so that, that idea of when you're in alignment more, 
right? You're mm-hmm. more in alignment regularly. You're, you're feeling that alignment. Then you're going to attract that aligned soulmate as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And instead of this, like, you know, kind of like, I'm going to make it happen thing right? <laughs> that people get stuck in. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's a lot of people who come to me there, they tend to be very driven career men and women, mm-hmm. and they're used to making things happen. I was one of them. I'm an achiever. And uh, my self-esteem was based in achieving, mm-hmm. <laughs> ticking off the boxes. And a lot of people, it's no surprise who come to me, have that. And so they're used to pushing for a result. But what I found with my coaching, I focused a lot on law of attraction because I really started to believe that the more I became the soulmate I wanted to attract, the better I started to notice marked changes in who was coming in. It was, it was getting better and better. And I had, and that's how, you know, I came to be, you know, the soulmate coach because I really felt like, yeah, it's about attracting a soulmate, but first and foremost, it's about you. It's about you getting aligned and then, you know, attracting the partner is the icing on the cake. But the more you push for it, the more you kind of push it away, right? Yeah. Like you're pushing, right? That pushing piece instead of letting go and, mm-hmm. and allowing that flow, right. And the alignment, you know, there, I mean, not to say that there, you don't take action, but it's the aligned action that's important. So I, I, you know, something that keeps coming to me, so I have to ask you this is you attracted your soulmate in one day. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, um, So first of all, before I started dating again, I was with someone for five years and it was somebody who was completely wrong for me and Mm -hmm. I was completely wrong for him. Um, But I was one of the typical women in their thirties where I was, I had this sense of investing (laughs) in a relationship and I, I wanted it to pay off and I stayed in it way too long. And when that fell apart, I decided, okay, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to really go on this journey of self-discovery. I started traveling the world and I started taking belly dancing, um, which is because I was, I was 300 pounds at the time and I was, you know, middle-aged and I just didn't feel, you know, sexy. I didn't feel empowered. I didn't feel in my body. I felt like I was in my head. So I would take belly dancing. I was doing, um, a lot of studying with dating and relationship Mm -hmm. matchers and coaches. And, um, I kind of got, I just really stepped into my, my sovereignty. I really got aligned with what I wanted to do. I started to really coach more and I started to be that person that I felt was going to attract the right people. The thing that was interesting is I was, when I first put myself online, when I was first ready, um, I was, I was exclusively attracting really young men. And Mm. it was really funny because I was this accidental cougar. Like I would never have thought that I would attract that. I was definitely um, surprised. And I would ask them, you know, what is it that brought you to me? Because the other thing was, the other supposed strike I had against me was that I had this really intimidating, large personality, you know, that everybody told me was the kiss of death when trying to attract somebody. Mm-hmm. And so I was wondering, why are all these young guys coming in? I thought they would be intimidated. And 
What was interesting was I realized they all said variations of the same thing that, well, you know, you look really confident. You look like you really like yourself, like you're really fun, but you look, you know, like you, you don't want to marry me. You don't want to have my baby, you know? And they said, you're probably better in bed too. (laughs) I just (laughs) laughed. (laughs) And I said, oh, okay. And, um, you know, I just, I, I was like, that's very interesting. I got curious about it. Mm-hmm. And I went back to my profile and I said, uh, okay, I got to put my marketing hat on here. I have a marketing background. What's out of alignment with my branding? Yes. And I realized that I wasn't being a hundred percent authentic. And it's because without realizing it, I was buying into this lack mindset. You know, I was, I had bought into the concept of, uh, my dating pool is a puddle because I'm in my 40s, I'm 300 pounds, and I've got a big personality. So I better play it safe and try to attract as many people as I can. And I I didn't say oh. things like I wanted to get married. Uh, I was afraid to say that. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't completely let my freak flag fly. And um, I said, you know what? I can't really worry about that. I just have to worry about attracting a few people who are, you know, potential soulmates that, you know, I could spend my life with, hopefully, and not worry about the rest. And actually, I thought it's a good idea to actually get comfortable with that and and try to write my profile again in a way that scares the people I've been attracting so far. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so- I did. I got really brave. I put it all out there. I changed the photos. I made sure the photos were really aligned mm-hmm. with really speaking to who I was. And uh, <laughs> I put it online and I remember this moment with chills. I remember posting it. And then I felt like this shift, this energetic shift in my body. And I let it go. Mm. I just felt like okay, I have done everything I can. I've put myself out there so authentically and so bravely. There is nothing else I can do. I just have to trust the universe is going to bring this to me and I need to go live my life. Yes. And uh, the very next day I checked, I actually wasn't sure if I was going to check it because I was, I was really trying to be good. I was trying not to be too obsessed with it and too controlling of the process, Mm -hmm. but I gave in and I checked it and there were four winks and they were all from men my age and they all were like, yeah, I want to get married too. I, ha- I have the same vision for my future. I-, I-, I want to be a partner to someone too. And it was awesome. It was such a complete shift and turnaround. Like I know that it was because of my shift. Mm-hmm. And one of those four guys was my husband. You know, I love the details in that story, right? Because it really gives people, you know, some key things that I heard you say, and I'm going to work a little backwards, but it was about that realizing that if the results are not what mm-hmm. I like in my life, right? If things are not what I'm what I'm liking, what I think I want, right? Or I say I want this because I hear that all the time from people. It's like, well, no, uh, I do want X. I do want a partner. I do want this career. I do want my business to make this amount of money, right? Whatever it is. And yet that result is not happening. And they're taking action. So then there's a disconnect there. So you started to look at it as your, pro- because the avenue you were using was your dating profile, right? So why am I attracting this type of person? 
Uh, and so I love that how you looked mm-hmm. at that and you were able to, you make the changes. And the main thing was that you were trying to appeal to everyone. And instead you're like, let me be who I am authentically. And even if that repels some people, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's a big shift for a lot of people to take, um, mm-hmm. especially especially women because of the way we're socialized and the messages we get about turning 40 and um, being overweight or being too much. And I hear this with men too, you know, that they're intimidating or, you know, they think that that's the reason. And gosh, I, I have found as I coach people that there are so many reasons why they're not aligned. It's either that they have self-limiting beliefs, um, either about what's possible for them or Mm -hmm. what they really want and what they deserve. You know, there's usually Mm -hmm. (laughs) this, this mix of variables going on. And I try to help people really um, go back and really figure it out so that they can let go of anything that's no longer serving them and then clarify, what are my boundaries? What do I really want? What do I really need to be happy? What are my priorities? And to stick with that and not be so driven by by chemistry, you know, which is what happens with most people. They focus a little bit too much on that first exciting physical spark instead mm-hmm. of thinking, you know, sorting a little bit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, like, I love that you also shared that it is not, it's not a simple easy thing to do. Right. And so, you know, showing up that way, it takes work and that's where support is very helpful. Right. If you receive Mm -hmm. the support that feels aligned, um, then you will be able to get through that, I think much quicker, Mm -hmm. right. Than if on your own. So, um, you know, that, that's, it's, it's, yes, we can talk about it here and to actually do it. It is, there's a lot of, um, self-talk, right? <laughs> there's a lot of that sabotage. There's a lot of that going back to old habits that can happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So then you attracted moral people in alignment and also the surrender piece, right? I forgot to mention that, but that's really important, right? So I'm going to do this and I'm going to do, cause you're high achiever, which a lot of the listeners, you know, are leaders and so they're high achievers. Mm -hmm. And so that when you are that way, you want to make it happen, right? (laughs) Yes. That's my ideal client. And I love Mm -hmm. working with them. I understand them so well. And I have um, someone who just graduated a couple of months ago and he, uh, you know, he had, he really took to the, to the six steps of, you know, releasing resistance and clarifying the vision and dating with soulful strategy. He really took to all of that. But once I kind of pushed him out of the nest, so to speak, Mm -hmm. he -hmm. said, you know, I know I'm going to have a problem with patience, you know? And so we talked about some strategies on how um, he could be in the flow you know, swimming downstream, which is where everything he wants will be waiting for him and not continue that struggle of swimming upstream. And I told him like the main thing is to realize when you're swimming upstream, you will feel tense, you will feel anxious, you will feel a sense of urgency. When you are in the flow, you will feel, you know, relaxed, calm. You'll feel like a knowing. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I just have to keep doing my thing live in my life. And it's been two months and he, he's just met 
a really special person. And he's afraid to say, mm. <laughs> he's afraid to say he's, he's one of the ones um, he, he's trying to really be good about, you know, not rushing it and not pushing for the result. But he said, you know, Gene, he's so much better than so much better partner material than I've ever allowed myself to receive mm. before. And that just, that just gave me chills. Yes. That's amazing that you he's allowed himself to receive. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to repeat that because that's so important that, you know, what are you allowing? What do you think you deserve? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, that's a key piece of that. Thanks for sharing that story. Yeah. Of your client. Yes. And so I do want to go back to one thing that you shared about the, the chemistry because that was, that kind of stood out too, right? Because we Mm -hmm. hear about the chemistry and that we follow that. And, you know, even when people talk about movies, they say, oh, that that couple didn't have any on-screen chemistry. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what I heard you say something about the chemistry, Mm -hmm. not to follow that. So can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, So Mm -hmm. what I mean is, so I think there are two types of chemistry. Mm -hmm. I think there's there's the main one that I think gets in the way of a lot of partners coming together <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's there's too much focus on it and that's do I feel physical excitement when I look at that person's picture okay. do I feel like that old hollywood spark that I'm taught to expect or I'd be settling and even the buddhists see it the way I see it, which is to look for a chemistry that feels very different. It feels like you're coming home. You're coming to a person who you feel like you can completely be yourself completely Mm. and be accepted and feel comfortable. But we're so trained to see comfortable as settling but I really emphasize to people, and I've lived this myself, when I let go of that need to feel that initial excitement, and I instead focused on the friendship piece, and could I really connect with this person? You know, Can we really talk about anything? Can he accept me for, for who I am? When I tell him very vulnerable things about myself, can he receive it and even celebrate it? And when you have that kind of a connection with someone, you know, and you do <laughs> feel like you want to be intimate with that person, that physical chemistry all comes together and it's an amazing, passionate experience, but it's just driven by a different energy. It's driven mm-hmm. more by spirit. Does that make sense? Yes. So, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. What I'm hearing is that, you know, that's that first initial kind of, I mean, for lack of a better word, like an animal attraction, (laughs) right? And so people use that, right? And so the the chemistry that you're talking about that's really sustainable is that comfort that like that almost like the soul knowing, Mm -hmm. right? Um, of of this person, I know this person, mm-hmm. right? And there's that that sense, and that creates a much deeper passion connection. Yeah, than that initial like kind of spark. Yeah. So there's a, and so people get so upset with me when I talk about this because they think yes. that I'm saying you know you should date Job of the Hut, you know, is if or oh you want no. me to be with the person with 
you know, that I'm not attracted to. And I said, no, you will be attracted to the person. It's just going to be something else is driving your love train. It's not going to be that, that physical lust. And the challenge is Mm -hmm. most people are doing that, at least the people who come to me and they don't realize they're doing it. Um, And until they can really see it, they can't overcome it. (laughs) They have to really let it go. And this client I mentioned earlier, he was one of them. He said he was really having trouble letting Mm -hmm. it go. And, um, you know, now he's very, very ecstatic in this relationship. And he said, you're right. It it took care of itself. (laughs) I didn't have to worry about it. I had to really focus on, Mm -hmm. you know, because he was always um, trying to force a result in relationships and he just was never receiving anything. He didn't allow someone to give back. He didn't, he didn't realize that. Mm. And suddenly there's a person who's showed up that wants to attend to his needs too. And when you're, you know, making love, for example, when you have someone who really cares about your pleasure too, and has that empathy for you and that connection, it's an amazing experience. Yes. I love that. Yeah. And so that sense of what you don't know, you know, a lot of our behavior is unconscious, so you can't change it if you don't bring it to your consciousness. Yeah. yeah. And there's no shame in it. We're trained to do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, every romance novel, every Hollywood movie, every rom-com, I mean, we're, we're trained to do that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, I think you've shared so many great insights and kind of tips for the listeners. And what I would like to ask you is, um, what is one resource you'd like to share well, you know, one of the things I think could be helpful to your listeners is I have a free quiz. What are your top, what's your top love block? And I have uh, mm-hmm. seven of them that I've come up with. And I think it could be really helpful. It's a very quick quiz, but I've gotten a lot of great feedback on it where people don't always see what their blind spot is. What's the major thing that's stopping me from allowing the soulmate into my life? And then I, I offer some, mm-hmm. based on the result, I offer some tips on, um, you know, how you could get started releasing that. And, and then if people feel like they want to talk about it further, they might want to coach privately or coach in a group, you know, then they can schedule a call with me if they feel aligned with me. Okay. That sounds great. So I'll have that link available in the show notes for anyone that is interested in in grabbing that. And do you have anything exciting coming up that you want to share? I do. I do. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, one of the things I have coming up is Valentine's day. I'm going to be doing a manifestation meditation for singles because I know that's a very painful day for a lot of singles. So these tend to be popular. It's it's absolutely free. It'll be on my website. And I know you'll share the, the link to my mm-hmm. events. And then I have a couple of other webinars coming up in February on, on chemistry, what to run from and what to run towards. And I've also got another webinar, Six Steps to Accelerating Your Soulmate Attraction Journey. Oh, wow. And they're all free. Lots of choices, right? Whatever feels aligned with, um, <laughs> you know, with the person they, they get to choose. So I'll have all those available as well. And so thank you. Thank you so much awesome. for being vulnerable and sharing your story here and um, your work. I'm so happy to have you 
here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. And um, I hope we can catch up in person one day soon. Yes, me too. All right. For everyone, take good care. Till next time. Thank you for joining me for Aligned and Soulful Leadership. I was inspired to start this podcast as a way to empower women of color to rise up into their leadership. So remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned during this episode available in the show notes at alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. I'm your host, Kavita, and if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to follow or subscribe on the platform of your choice. Until next time, bye.